Welcome to the Chris Eurekian Show, where I'm going to talk about things that I care about, things that you care about, and things that you might not care about, but I'm going to talk about them anyway. Enjoy the show. Hey everyone, Chris Eurekian here, and welcome to episode 5 of the Chris Eurekian Show, um, or Chris Yerikian. I'm going to say it in my native accent for once, Yerikian. Uh, my guest today is actually going to be my youngest cousin, Aram Jerijian. What's going on, Aram? What's up, man? Now I'm your youngest cousin. I didn't even know that. I think you're my youngest. I think you're my youngest first cousin. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. On my dad's side, everybody is is much older. So I I feel you on that. Everyone on my dad's side, yep, very old. Yeah. Is hey, I'm from your dad's side, man. I'm not oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. I totally yeah. forgot. You're from my mom's side, so okay. I am. That's right. Um, we've actually been trying to record this for a few days now, but with I'm, nursing I, and scheduling, bro, it ta- it's hard. Yeah, I've been. It's actually it's my fault. I've been canceling on. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, so it's uh, on a Thursday, Friday. It's Friday, Friday night. Um, oh man, it doesn't even feel like a Friday night. I know it's been a crazy week. It's election week madness bro madness it's it's a circus um so before i called you you said you were playing a game what were you playing uh, i was playing warzone call of duty, it's the call only of game duty. Been, yeah it's the only game i've been playing lately a lot only because it's fun to play with your friends you know join up on a squad have fun it's like the biggest game out i would say right now i see photos of your of your rig right your pc guy oh yeah you got a pc couple monitors Fancy little keyboard, mouse. That's fun. Best way to game, in my opinion. Get the best performance. When did you decide you wanted to... You had a console before, right? Yeah, I, I had consoles my whole life. I started... I want to say Dreamcast was my first console when I was younger. And it was in Lebanon. My dad got it for me when I was in Lebanon. Okay. Sega, you know, Sega Dreamcast, yeah. Grew up playing that. Fucking. Then we went to PlayStation... GameCube, a lot of Nintendo stuff, and then the system I had before the PC was PS4. And then once I went PCA, I was like, I'm not playing console ever again. So when you decided to go console, how long ago was that? Console or I mean, PC or or PC? Sorry. Um, I built this. I want to say May. It's it's only been like four months. Maybe I've had my PC four or five months. So and you knew the new next gen consoles were coming out this year. Oh yeah, it, the P, my PC is still better, still stronger, and better performance than the next gen consoles. Next gen, really? Consoles, yeah, well, the next gen consoles are like what five hundred bucks, and I mean it's a decent deal to get the performance it comes out of for five hundred dollars. But on my PC is like fifteen hundred. So the specs on your PC will still blow away oh, the yeah. Xbox, the Series X, and the PS5. Oh, yeah, of course. But everyone, oh, nice. everyone's PC is different. You know, everyone has their own custom build. Everyone, like, builds it how they like it for their own performance-wise. You can spend 500 on a computer gaming-wise, and you can spend, like, five to 10000 on a computer gaming-wise. For all the nerds, including myself, that are going to be listening, talk us through your specs real quick. What do you got going on? Yeah, I'm down. I am rocking a i7 9700K. I'm planning to overclock it. I have the NZXT Kraken Z73 AIO. I have a 
my graphics cards are RTX, the EVGA GeForce RTX 2070 Super. They How just many gigs? Re- um, VRAM, it's 8 gig re- VRAM. Oh, have, yeah, that's sweet. I have 32 gigs ra- uh, RAM. I have a 500, ter- a five, not terabyte, 500 gigabyte NVMe M.2, 2 terabytes of... You're running a SSD? Yeah, an NVMe SSD. It's an M- um, NVMe M.2. What's the read-write on that? Or the oh, read for you know sensor what? gaming? Um, I could pull the specs up, actually. I'm not, I'm not sure the absolute exact specs on that. But I, I have it for a boot drive. So when I turn my computer on, it turns on in like two seconds. Five seconds. Oh, sweet, sweet. Okay, okay. So it caches everything, and then it's right away. Oh, yeah, definitely. The, you always want to have an SSD for a boot drive rather than a HDD, like a hard drive disk. Because I'll just right. take like I'll take a minute to load up. I've been really looking into SSDs. I know, you know, a lot of people were. We everyone knows processors are important. So you have your processor for the CPU, mm-hmm. and then um, in the early to or let's call it the mid two thousands, RAM really became a big deal, and everybody was rushing to try and get as much RAM on their computers as they can. I remember like having a gig of RAM was considered, <laughs> oh, oh my god uh, not that funny. not not that long ago and now ram is like it's really unlimited like you i think i think you could put more ram than you need oh um, yeah definitely rams honestly okay when it comes to ram gaming wise you don't promise you you don't need more than 16 gigs you can put up to like 64 to 128 gigs of ram you don't need right. that much you do if you're like video editing. You need 32, 64 gigs of RAM. When you're editing like 4K videos, that's when right. you need the RAM. That's when it uses a lot of RAM. Opening up like 100 tabs in Google Chrome uses a lot of uh, a lot of RAM. Yeah, it's multitasking. Yeah, so yeah, if you're just gaming and you know even streaming and gaming at the same time, you you only need 16. Because I've tried to when- max out my RAM and I think I got it to 17. Opening like 50 tabs on Google Chrome with the right. game open and programs in the back. Yeah, gaming is all, so that's what I was saying. It's mostly nowadays, it's going to be, well, GPU, obviously, because you want the best graphics. But yes. like for overall performance, the SSD is where the magic happens now. CPU and, yeah. your, I want to say your CPU and your GPU are going to, they're going to run like, that's going to be your everything. Right. That's where so, a lot of the processing happens. The yeah, the, PS, the PS5, Xbox Wars right now. Um, the I know PlayStation is doubling down on their SSDs. But then again, I guess on a console, it's different, right? Because people are jumping between games. They're using their console to be like their home entertainment system. Like they use it for their streaming services, browsing the web, YouTube. So that's that that makes sense to me for having an SSD. But like you're saying, when it's on a rig, you don't really need um, SSD as much as you do the CPU and GPU. Yeah, like I'd ra- I'd much rather have a better CPU and GPU than an SSD. I'd rather if I, if it came down to like having a hard drive disk and having a better processor, I would do that. But you, you can have both. You can have multiple types of memory. You can have an SSD. You can have an NVMe, and you can have a hard drive disk in your computer. So you can have three different ones. And it, and it all comes down to speed. I want to say the the one I have, the 970 Evo Plus, it read-write speeds is from, it's 3,500 megabytes read-write speed. Nice. Yeah. That's awesome. 3.3 gigs. 
compared to an uh, hard drive disk, it would be, I want to say, a hard drive disk Seagate, just to compare. The read-write speed is 147 megabytes compared to 3,000. It's garbage. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what yeah, I'm hard, saying. But the hard, hard drives, drives are cheap. Hard drives are basically, it's basically a glorified floppy disk is what it is. It's literally, there's a disk in there. That's why they call it a hard drive disk. And it's reading off the disk instead of reading right off the silicon. Yeah, if you like pull it up, if you t- uh, take it apart, you can see like a little spinning thing inside. Versus mm-hmm. the NVMe, it's like a chip. Yeah, it's direct. It's way better. Mm-hmm. There's Because it, it goes, the NVMe plugs right into the motherboard rather than SSD and a hard drive disk. It requires a cable to the motherboard. So, you know, the more connections, the slower. The uh, NVMe right. is straight to the motherboard. Yeah, soldering it on is the way to go. Um, so, jumping topics real quick. Nursing. Oh, let's get it. You are a you are an LVN. I am an LVN. How long have you been doing that for, and how'd you get into it? Okay. Oh, well, this would be a good talk. It's a good story. Me, personally. Sorry, yes. I had to close. <laughs> I had to close my door. Sorry. Um. Okay. <laughs> It's all right. Speaking nursing wise, me, I never thought I'd be a nurse. The type of person I am, I'm never, never expected to be a nurse. I first started going to college right out of high school, 17 years old, you know, went to community college at Mount Sac. Mm -hmm. And I went for computer engineering because I love computers. I wanted to learn, build, program, all of that stuff. And I couldn't, I didn't like it. Like I went to college for it and I was like, oh, this is stupid. I'm like, I'm just doing math, blah, blah. And like, I didn't really know much. I was 17, you know? And so I dropped out, confused. I was like 18, 19, didn't really do anything, just worked. And then like my best friend's dad got sick and died, um, passed away. My grandma passed away. My girlfriend's dad passed away. So was around death a lot. I seen a lot of nurses um, come and take care of them, like hospice nurses. And I really got to see how they made an impact in the home. And I was like, oh, that's cool. I didn't know like nursing can do this. And I looked up nursing and I was like, this, this is what I want to do. You know, like this, this seems awesome. Like I love helping people. So I went for it, nursing school. First time I signed up, went for two weeks. I dropped out. I was like, this is insane. This is too much work. And I was like, no, I got to get my head straight. I went back and I completed uh, LVN school took me 18 months I finished and I did pretty good I had solid B's and an A throughout the whole way really enjoyed it and found my passion honestly I never thought I'd be a nurse till now now I've been a nurse for about two years for those that don't know what's the difference between um LVN RN sure I'll explain yeah what's What's like the, uh, cause ner- people understand when you just say nurse, people understand what a general nurse is, but what are the differences between the different, the different, uh, uh, professions within nursing? Sure. I got you. So an LVN, it, it is, it stands for licensed vocational nurse and it takes about 18 months. There's actually, you can even become an LVN in 13 months if you do the full-time program. And that's like, you're at school 30 to 40 hours a week, theory and clinical. You can finish in 13 months and become an LVN. LVN is licensed vocational nurse. An RN is a registered nurse. And then there is a BSN, which is, uh, you can be a BSN RN, which is bachelor's, 
bachelor's of science of nursing registered nurse. That takes about four years. You can become an RN in about two to three with your associates, your ADN, associate's degree in nursing. Then you can go for your um you can go for your BSN. It's like a year program. So it all depends which path you choose. Um, an LVN, you have a variety, just like an RN, you have a variety amount of places you can work. You can be in mental health. You can be in a nursing home. You can be in a clinic, home health, you name it. You know, an LVN can work it. I've seen, I have friends who are LVNs and they work in hospitals. They work in the long-term care unit, short-term care. You can work in LVN under an RN supervision. You can work in a hospital. I have a friend who works in a hospital. He loves it. He does a whole, he learns a lot. He does chest compressions, all sorts of stuff there. More stuff happens in a the hospital. There's more action. But the, the difference would be like as an LVN, your main jobs, like you, you pass meds, like in nursing home and stuff, like you're the, most of your shift is passing meds. That's usually what you do. I worked in a nursing home for just, I want to say a month. Didn't like that field, like the nursing home. So I, I switched to home health and I've been doing home health for a long time. And that's that's my favorite type of nursing. So between RN and LVN, like the type of work you do, there's what's the what's the crucial difference? What are you what are um, they what are you not allowed to do that they are or vice versa? I wanna say, since I'm not an RN, I don't know too much about the RN. I wanna say they make care plans more. Um we're both a lot of administer meds. Um they can they can do IVs. I want to say as an LVN, you're allowed to get your IV certification, but there's like a little catch to it. As an LVN, if you get IV certified, you can start the IV, but you can't pass meds through that through an IV. Only the uh, RN, see, an RN. Yeah, there's like little stuff like that. The RN can do that. Um, so RNs they do IVs. They, they do more procedures. I want to say they're allowed to do than LVNs. Got it. Yeah, they have way more responsibility. Hence why they get paid over double what an LVN would get paid. I love the field. I do need to go back for my RN though. Um, there's a program. Oh, so you do want to become an RN? Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah. The, it's not just the pay. I mean, yeah, it's it's a higher increase in pay, more responsibility, more more opportunity, I want to say, in becoming an RN. You have more job opportunities opened. You know, there's... I want to say there was an RN that I saw. She, this was on TikTok. She put a video and she works eight days a month. So she only works Saturdays and Sundays. So it's called a weekend special. I think this is a pretty good idea for someone who's busy throughout the week. You only work Saturday and Sunday, 12 hours each day. So you work 24 hours in, in the weekend, Saturday, 12, Sunday, 12. And since it's the weekend, it's called a weekend special. So they'll pay you for 36 hours. Oh, wow. So that's a full week, you know, I saw it on TikTok. She put a video and I thought that was pretty cool. And she's like, I only work eight days a month and she makes like 40 something an hour. And she said, it's like, it's enough for her, you know, just two days a week. I'm like, that's cool. Yeah, I do. I have a nice circle of, of nursing friends too. And uh, that's one thing that I, it really stands out to me, the kind of like flexibility and creativity they get to do with their schedules. Like you said, if they are able to, let's call it engineer their schedules in such a way where they're able to bank all their hours in the week in a, like, let's say they're able to bank one week on a Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then another Sunday, Monday, Tuesday. Well then technically they worked two weeks because they work 12 or longer hours. Yes. So they can, so they'll really only work 
that shift and then have two weeks off and then work that shift and then have two weeks off. It's pretty, it's pretty neat. How yeah. You nurses can, are able to do it. Yeah. Most definitely you can do that. I have a friend, she does short, short term care at a nursing home. And she told me, she tells me she does 12 hour shifts. So she does three on four off. I want to say something like that or four on three off, something like that. So she'll work one week. She'll work three days. Like it could be Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and then she's off for four days. And then the next week she'll work four days and then she's off for three days and then vice versa. And I'll just keep flipping and she makes, and it's all overtime, you know, anything past eight hours, it's all overtime. Right. Yeah. You know, me and Val, we were driving to the, uh, it was like a couple of days ago, we're driving to the grocery stores and we're looking at each other. We're like, how come we didn't become nurses? or like they get they get paid where nurses get paid extremely well it's about in line with uh what her and i are making now and then the hours are just where you really win yeah there's people people hear 12 hour shifts and like freak out but it goes by so fast and yeah it goes by quick and and people discount the value of having entire days off Mm -hmm. you know like there's just something it's, it's better to have more days working more less days in the week than you're off is is worth it when you're working more hours i completely agree i was doing i want to say it was so i do home health for anyone who doesn't know i'm a home health lvn so as home health lvn it can work out as so i can have one patient that i take care of 40 hours a week even more or i can have three patients like i can go to a house Monday, Tuesday, a different patient, Wednesday, Thursday, and another patient Friday. And that could be my week of, of work. But, or you can have one, most of them have one patient and they're there like the whole week or the, uh, the amount of hours that they're, that the, that patient is allowed to have a nurse there. I think home health is the best for LVNs because the pay rate is about the same as you would be working in a nursing home and nursing homes, you know, you got like 20 plus patients, um, workloads more more responsibility excuse me more responsibility and versus home health where you have one patient you're in the room with the patient the whole time and you can provide more care as i feel you know like you're there with them the whole time anything they need you're there you know you don't they don't have to wait until you're done with a patient or anything like that it's just my opinion i i feel like i'm providing better care when i just have one gotcha um Let's jump into college. I want to talk about college with you. Let's do it. Um, so I went to college for a long time. I went for like- You did. Me almost, <laughs> yeah, it took me almost 10 years to get my bachelor's degree between switching majors and changing schools. And uh, but eventually it worked out. It's a marathon, not um, a race. Ex- exactly. I used to, anytime somebody would ask me, Chris, when are you finishing? If you can't tell that tone of voice, guess who it was was asking (laughs) anytime uh somebody would ask when are you finishing i used to say i honestly i don't know but i just know that i am and it'll be slowly but surely but um so we're about how many years apart are we how old are you now i just turned 24 last month 24 okay so i'm 30 six years apart um which is a nice it's it's let's call it a college generation right yeah that we're apart um the the narrative around college though i think is changing a lot and you still have i don't i don't think i'm planning to go back to school anytime soon but you're going to go get your rn but the 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 uh, landscape of college and the traditional sense of how college has been designed how we get our classes the how we pay for our classes and then 
um, we get our degree, and then what value that degree actually brings you when you go out into the workforce. So there are exceptions, like you and I were in a very specific trade where our degree is kind of a prerequisite to get into that field. It's possible, though, that that might change in the future. And the way universities educate and the product that they have to offer is not going to be as valuable in the workforce because we're seeing it more and more. People come, people, we have, everybody has it. We have a coworker that is book smart, but you give them one task to do in the workplace and they don't know their left foot from their right foot. I agree completely. Agree. It's, it's, it's insane. And then you'll have somebody who ha dropped out of high school and will show up and will be the hardest working hustler you have in the place and will figure everything out from A to Z. And when people ask you, who do you want to help you with this project or this portion of your work, you don't even think twice before they pop into your head, right? 100%. So knowing all that, sorry, I just went off on a tangent there. No, nah, you're good. <laughs> Sounds a little personal. <laughs> No, not too personal. Like I, I always hated school, but I understood the value it brought. I was the type of person that loves to learn. I love to read. I love to get educated. I just hated the, the. I just hated school. Like I agree. The design I'm, of yeah. I'm the same way. You and I have. I want to say the same mindset and the same yeah thought process when it comes to school. Like I hate school, bro. But when I was in school, God, I loved learning. Like I was so into the books and the homework, all the stuff that they gave me to learn about nursing. I was genuinely interested and I feel like that's why I had better grades is because I was so interested in the topics, you know, it wasn't just like math, random science and history. Like that didn't interest me. Every topic I learned burns, urinary system, nervous is like, it all interests me, you know? Right. Do you feel that like the way they educated you? Cause I, I never took a nursing class, so maybe it's different. Maybe it's more practical, but there's a lot of like, memorization and test taking skills is really what you need to get through school right big time big time and i there is overstudying and i give the same tip to all my friends who are joining nursing or still in nursing school the same advice that i wish i gave myself a little sooner in nursing because i had like study habits i had like a schedule that i would do it daily and i feel like that's why i had good grades the whole time well for one you have to obviously enjoy the subject in my opinion to like really get into it but when it comes to studying, I think the most you should study at a period of time is 45 minutes and then take a 15 minute break, 45 minutes, take a 15 minute break. You know, and I used to do that two, three times daily. And that's how I retain more information, because after a certain amount of time, the information is just going to leave your head and you're not going to retain everything. But nursing school is different. It's all by hours and clinical. So you have to do like hospital hours and all sorts of stuff in a certain amount of time. Right, right. So there's like a lot of practical stuff. You're actually doing the work and not just learning about the work. Oh, yeah. So when it comes to nursing school, you are in school to like my schedule was Monday, Tuesday, I had theory. So I'm in class books, learning about the systems and everything. And then Saturdays and Sundays, I had clinical hours, which were eight hours, eight hours a day. And I would go to hospitals, nursing homes, um, pediatric units that they sent us to and and you have to it's all recorded for hours the school sends it to the board of nursing so they were allowed to take our board exams and get certified and in those you have an instructor and you get to do anything a normal nurse would do with your instructor there watching you how much more would you say you learned when you were doing that compared to when you were 
um, doing theory. I think it's a perfect mix because all the stuff we learned in theory, we got to apply on real patients. You need a combination of both, right? So it's one thing to just go and try and practice it without ha not having any background knowledge on it. Oh yeah, but... definitely. You you gotta okay. you gotta learn all that stuff because I'll give you a tip. Like I don't know if this will be TMI for some people, but like for example, a catheter. You're gonna go catheter patient. You, you gotta know how far to push it in, what to do. Like you learned all that in class. You know, like they te teach you that in class. And if you don't know that, you can't just you know go straight to clinical and know what you're doing. You gotta like go over all the steps, stay sterile, and all of that jazz. So I, all the stuff in theory definitely does apply in clinical. You, you got to have both. Let's come full circle. You're starting to stream, right? Your video games and what you've been playing. Oh, yeah. I just started that. Yeah, it's been fun. I'm not going to lie. I get like my, my friends hop on and, you know, I, I've been trying to post on TikTok more because it, it shit goes viral on there so quick. I mean, like people post videos and it gets millions of views within a day, you know, because the, the way the algorithm works is ridiculous. Like. They'll put a funny video of a dog falling and like it's so cute and funny and like it'll have like 3.5 million likes like 500 like 500 freaking million views and it's all within a day it's just how the algorithm works on there wow it's not like I instagram need to, i need to i need to i'm telling really, you bro i'm stuck on instagram man i need to get no TikTok. no i know no, that's like, where instagram, the future is yep instagram doesn't push your content it, it only people who see your stuff is pretty much People who follow you and the, the amount of hashtags you put, yeah, they'll help, but it won't help that much. Not like TikTok, because TikTok, you don't even have to put a hashtag and your stuff will go viral. Yeah, everyone knows Instagram is designed for ads. Their their algorithms work best if you pay money, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah, I need to get on TikTok. So feel free to yeah, plug. Man. Feel free to plug your TikTok and your Twitch account and everything right now. Yeah, my 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 Twitch is a. Uh, twitch.tv slash vikinglord28 i just started i'm like super new i don't have too many viewers and stuff but you know i'm testing it out having fun. i'm just i'm just having fun with it you know it's not really about making money as you don't really make much off streaming do you watch other people who stream i do yeah i watch a lot yeah. i mean once you get like up there and big and famous like you'll, you can make a lot of money and make a living off of it which there's a lot of people oh, who yeah. do um twitch famous but, youtube famous yeah yeah definitely honestly like I was hearing, I don't know if it was a Joe Rogan podcast I was listening to, but I was listening to one where they asked a high school classroom what they want to be when they grow up or get out of college or even elementary. And they all like ha over half them said like, oh, I want to be a, a YouTube, a YouTuber. I just want to be a content creator and like vlogger and all that stuff. Cause dude, some people make tons of money just vlogging off YouTube. That is amazing. Look at David Dobrik. When, like, when I was in high school, that wasn't even a conversation. It's crazy how times have changed. Yeah. Have you thought about recording your videos and uh, posting them on uh, YouTube and linking like your Twitch and your YouTube? Because I know um, Gary V talks a lot about this, about using oh. like one universal piece of content and then taking that one piece of content and just spreading it out across all platforms. Gary V's a genius, first of all. I love him. He's the best. <laughs> Uh, yeah, um, he's pretty good. But when it comes to that, yeah, you should. A lot of people, what they do on TikTok is post their streams. Like, because I follow a lot of gamers and stuff, and all they do is all oh, follow me on my Twitch. Twitch. I've seen people with like 1.5 million followers on TikTok, and and their Twitch stream has like 70k or 100k. They don't have like it's the. They always say the hardest thing is is to get your followers from one platform to the other. 
Oh yeah, yeah. Because there's Definitely. people with millions and millions of views that they get on their TikTok, but when you open their YouTube channel, they got like 50k subscribers and like two or three thousand views a video, and it's like compared to TikTok, it, it's it's insane, you know. And I think it has right. to do with like attention span too. More people would rather watch a 15 second video straight to the point rather than like a five minute YouTube video, you know. Yeah, it's 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 getting interesting our attention span because we have so many platforms now demanding our attention. So it's gotta and there's we don't have any extra hours in the day, right? So there people are starting to have to get more and more creative and making these shorter videos and shorter pieces of content. Of course, unless it's a podcast, like Joe Rogan's a perfect example. All his podcasts are like three hours long and people love it. Yeah, and his stuff gets deep. Yeah, his he so I guess it, there's no substitute for quality. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but but if you're if you're, um, I guess if you're new and searching for attention or you're trying to get a piece of that market share of attention, then short bits is the way to go. TikTok seems to be doing good, man. I need to get on there. Yeah, I'm gonna, I, I, we're I gonna have to you. we're gonna have to do like a meeting, and you're gonna have to talk me through how these algorithms work. So I can oh, post definitely. my videos on there. Definitely, because there's like you can follow people on TikTok, and you can so you'll have two sections. Like you open the app, and it's a for you page, and then it's a following. So people who you follow is a different section, and then there is it's like the explore page on Instagram, but it's catered to you. So if you open up tiktok and you're watching say someone play video games and you watch that video you're more likely to get videos that of people playing video games you open my tiktok all you see is people like playing call of duty and like stuff that i like that it uh, the algorithm algorithm will change to what i'm already watching you open my girlfriend's tiktok it's completely different than mine everyone has their own for you page everyone has their own algorithm you watch videos of dogs all day that's all that's going to pop up on your um for you page but that's kind of like Instagram, right? Like if you go into your feed, like your search feed, the stuff that you, the pages that you're opening and the ads yep. that you're clicking on and the mm-hmm. the photos that you're liking, it, it'll eventually learn you and then it'll start pushing more of those content. Like I know on my, uh, there's like when I, uh, on my fitness page on my Instagram, uh, because I'm posting a lot of fitness stuff and I'm liking, like if you go through my feed, it's just literally people flexing. Yep. Nonstop. <laughs> yeah. It's like, it's like, that's, same exact way but i want to say tiktok's like more aggressive when it comes to that because i'll watch one or two videos of something different and then boom my whole for you page changes oh wow so it learns you like super quick yeah it's it's really yeah. it's a trip nice and yeah, we definitely need to need to have like a little tiktok, TikTok yeah man. i'm pretty new i'm like i've been on tiktok for a while just like watching videos but I'm, I'm new to like posting stuff on my own you know gotcha so uh for this last bit here, what else do you want to talk about? Um, let's see. We covered nursing. I feel like I talked a lot with, with nursing, college, a little bit gaming. of gaming. What do you want to cover? Maybe we should speak about something you'd like to cover. I feel like I talked a lot throughout this podcast. I don't know, man. How about we talk about when you're going to come down here again? Oh, <laughs> very soon with this whole Corona stuff going on. I know it's a bit harder, but I feel like things have been a little, they've been easing down on some of the restrictions as more places open for now yeah we're having now. sec we're having our winter wave that's true that is very true it is flu season as well you think i i'm i'm pretty sure flu is not going to be as bad this year because everybody's doing things that we've never done before like yes. social distancing and excessive hand washing masks 
excessive cleaning and the flu is not as contagious as COVID. So it just makes sense that if you take all these precautions that we're taking for COVID, flu is going to be like, oh, I have nowhere to go, guys. So I'll just, I guess, not be as bad this year. (laughs) I know definitely the whole mask wearing is like helping a lot with like the spread, right? even with the regular flu. Uh, but the whole excessive hand washing to me, it's nothing new because, regardless, before Corona, obviously I've been a nurse before Corona, my hands would like be red by the time I leave because like I would, after every patient, after everything, like you got, you have to wash your hands. Like it's just like, it, it's just did you get a rule? Did you get sick a lot before COVID? No, actually, like knock on wood, I I don't know if it's my immune system, but I I don't get sick much. Like flu wise, I I never get the flu often like you just said it man you're an obsessive hand washer right yeah <laughs> but i don't know yeah. I, it could be that's why but i used to exercise a lot when i was in nursing i used to run a lot it was like my stress relief when it came down to exams so run like mm-hmm. three to five miles a day i loved it nice now i just, are you not working are you not working out now? no i just sit, i sit all day now when are you gonna get back in shape oh i need to i literally just bought, <laughs> i just bought running shoes like a week ago and i told myself i'm gonna get back into my running because it was like therapy for me i don't know yeah dude working working out like it's hard for people to do it but i i there's nobody who will you know go against the fact that exercise is like such a therapeutic stress reliever definitely and i i want to say i had less anxiety in general like generalized anxiety when mm-hmm. I when I was running, cause like I just I felt so calm throughout the whole day. Like I would never get nervous. I would never get anxious when it came to ex- anything, like exams, meeting people, talking to patients. And I would cause I used to get so nervous. Once I started running, it all went away. I don't know if it's my heart just pumping it out while I'm running. And then the times when I'm calm, I'm calm. And I think that really helps with mental health. All the all the dopamine and. And serotonin, just get released. All, the, all those good happy chemicals to just get released. Exactly. I always say, if you wake up in the morning and you're stressed out and you feel like your day is gonna suck, stop everything and just go go work out. Hundred percent agree it'll, with you. It, it's it'll set the tone for the entire day. You'll ride that high at least until lunchtime. <laughs> <laughs> and then the crash hits. You're like, damn, I'm tired. And then the crash hits. And then you get your two p.m. coffee and you're good to go. Oh, I hundred percent agree with you, man. That's the truth. All right, dude. Um, we'll wrap it up. I'm super happy you got to do this. I can't wait to see you. I'll probably I'll probably come see you guys, but I think I made a bet with your brother about something. Oh that yeah, he lost. So he's, <laughs> when he comes when he comes down, or it looks like he lost. When he comes down, you can you can hitch a ride with him, and you guys could come hang oh, out again. Oh, that I, I spoke to him. Uh, I want to say yesterday, and he's like, "Oh yeah, I, I still remember my promise to Chris." He's like, "I'm gonna go. Don't worry. Even if I lost, I'm gonna have like, yeah, you better, bro." <laughs> You can promise. But most definitely, yeah, man. We'll, we'll do our best not to try to rub it in. I enjoyed being on this podcast. It was actually way funner than I thought. I didn't think I'd enjoy talking this much, but this this was this was cool. I'd love to do this yeah. again. Yeah, the coolest thing about these podcasts that I can't like wait, like is we'll see how long the platforms stick around, but like I want to come back and revisit these like two, three, four years from now, five years from now, and like listen to it. And hopefully you'll come on do another episode what is this number five so i'll bring you back for number 50 how about that oh, I'm, I'm making you a prom- <laughs> I'm, I'm making you a promise right now dang 45 podcasts later are you gonna have me i'm down to go on whenever you're down all right <laughs> at the rate i'm recording i'll have you on maybe like in a year or two. <laughs> <laughs> all 
All right, man. This was cool. Appreciate it. Definitely, man. Again soon. I enjoyed. You take care, brother.